Welcome to another episode of Anchored Hope, your weekly podcast where we inspire and encourage you to keep on going, to keep on moving forward in life, and to keep on trusting in Jesus. I'm Genevieve Solomons, and we're continuing with the topic of hope. Today, I'll be sharing on unusual hope. I'm reading from Hebrews 6, verses 17 to 18. In the same way God, in his desire to show to the heirs of the promise the unchangeable nature of his purpose, intervened and guaranteed it with an oath, so that by two unchangeable things, his promise and his oath, in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to him for refuge would have strong encouragement and indwelling strength to hold tightly to the hope set before us. There are three metaphors or images based on Hebrews six seventeen to 19 that I would like to point your attention to. The first metaphor is that of fleeing to a refuge. This word assures us that we have a refuge for our hope. I want you to hear me again. You have a refuge for your hope. The refuge in this context could be a reference to the Old Testament cities of refuge in Numbers 35 and Joshua 20. It's the general idea of a fortress or safe house. The point is that it's talking about safety and security. Those within the refuge are safe from whatever danger they were fleeing. Hear me today. God is your refuge. You don't have to run anywhere else. The first place you run to when your hope is waning is to the Lord. When hope seems lost, make God your refuge. When people have disappointed you. I don't know how many of you listening to me today have been hurt and disappointed by people. When the situation looks hopeless, when those you trusted have shattered your hope, remember they are not the source of your hope. Romans fifteen thirteen says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. God is your source of hope, not man, not finances, not anything else. God is your source of hope. Let that sink in today. That means that your situation right now is not hopeless. You are not without hope. Your hope can be restored. There is no limit on the hope that Christ can give you because the source of your hope is the limitless one, the Lord himself. So trust the Lord, especially when it hurts and allow the Holy Spirit to restore your hope to overflowing. The word shows us in Psalm 91, 9 to 13, that there are benefits when God is your refuge. 
And it reads as follows. Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. In other words, the enemy cannot touch you when God is your refuge. Every plan that the enemy has for your life or for your family, for your job, for your business, for your ministry, every plan of the enemy will fail spectacularly. This verse continues, for God will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands, they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. This speaks about your divine protection and it's available to you, child of God, every moment of every day. You can have a secure walk in Christ. You do not have to backslide. You do not have to stumble in your faith. Trust the Lord and make him your refuge and he will give his angels charge over you. The verse further continues, you shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent, you shall trample underfoot. That means that God wants you to walk in authority and victory over the enemy. It's not just any kind of authority. It doesn't come from you. It's been given to you by Jesus Christ himself because our Lord has defeated the enemy and we are able to walk in that authority in Christ. And it is yours today when you make the Lord your refuge. Psalm 46, 1, 2, 3 says, God is our refuge and strength. And again, I want to encourage you today, make God your refuge and your strength because you have a refuge for your hope. That verse further continues, is a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear even though the earth be removed. With everything that has happened during 2020, with things just being turned on their head, everything topsy-turvy, the different pressures and stresses that we are facing. God is our refuge and strength. We have help in times of trouble. Yes, you do have help in times of trouble. Trust in the Lord and call on his name and do not fear, even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, Selah. Selah is thought to mean to pause, to think on that. It's an intensification of instruments or voices in worship. And this is what you need to do during difficult times when you feel hope wavering. Sila, pause, think on the promises of God. Think of every word and every vision that he has given you. Meditate on the truth of his word until it comes alive to you and those words become spirit and life. When you live on those words and you cling to it like your daily food, Sila, Intensify your worship. 
whenever you feel that your hope is wavering, intensify your worship, intensify your knowledge and being filled with the word of God. And I don't mean head knowledge. I mean taking the word of God and letting the truth set you free because God's word is alive. Selah. The second image is found in Hebrews 6 verse 19. And I'm reading the first bit. This hope, this confident assurance we have as an anchor of the soul, it cannot slip and it cannot break down under whatever pressure bears upon it. The second image applied to our confidence is that of an anchor. The word implies that hope anchors your soul. Anchors simply prevent a ship from being swept away by wind or waves. An anchor is a device normally made of metal used to connect a vessel to the bed of a body of water to prevent the craft from drifting due to wind or current. Your soul includes your mind, your imagination, your thoughts, your conscience, your memory, your reasoning, your will, your affections or your emotions. And our souls are subject to outside influences. And sometimes we can be swept away with fearful thoughts of the future, which results in anxiety. Or we can be swept away by our emotions to the point where we can no longer think clearly and we end up on a self-destructive path. That's why our souls need to be anchored so that we aren't swept away by everything happening around us. Our souls need to be anchored so we can remain stable and firm. There are certain adjectives that are used to describe the anchor of hope. And those adjectives are sure, a steadfast anchor, a strong anchor, a secure anchor, firm and trustworthy. When you anchor your soul, you won't drift to and fro due to changing circumstances or due to a crisis. When hope anchors your soul, you'll be secure, you'll be strong, you'll stay firm, you'll remain steadfast, you won't be shaken. Hallelujah. When your soul is anchored correctly, your hope cannot slip and it cannot break down under whatever pressure bears upon it. I want you to know that you won't lose your mind because of your home situation. You won't be overwhelmed by the pressure at work. That difficulty you are facing in your marriage or with your children, it will not break you. You won't be destroyed by the crisis you are facing. Anchor your hope in the Lord today in Jesus' name. Like it says in Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. When you trust 
in the Lord. When hope anchors your soul, you will see the faithfulness of God in your life. The third image is found at the end of Hebrews 6 and 19. And this is referring to the hope that we have. It is a safe and steadfast hope that enters within the veil of the heavenly temple, that most holy place in which the very presence of God dwells. The third metaphor used to explain our hope is that of Christ entering the inner place behind the curtain or within the veil. Where your hope is anchored makes the difference. We understand that Christ is the high priest for all believers and he is the reason for our confident approach to God in prayer according to Hebrews 4.16. So Christ precedes us into the presence of the Lord. He went before us. In fact, Jesus is our forerunner. Hebrews 2.10 calls him the founder of our salvation. Our Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. He goes before us. He is our forerunner or our prodromos, the one who rushes on, a pioneer, a scout who goes ahead to see that it is safe for the troops to follow. Jesus went into the presence of God to make it safe for all to follow. Jesus went before us to make peace between God and man. And now when we call on his name and we believe in Jesus, that he died for our sin on the cross, that he was buried, that he rose from the dead after three days, and that he is alive today. When we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and we believe in our hearts that he rose from the dead, we will be saved. Today, you can receive his great love for you. Jesus went into the presence of God to make it safe for us to follow. When we put these separate images together, the refuge, the anchor, the inner place, it creates a powerful message of hope. We can confidently say that Christ has anchored our hope of refuge in the very presence of God, the inner place. Now, just as the anchor which holds a ship is not in the exact same place as the ship itself, our hope is not in this world. Our hope is not in a person. It's not in our spouse. It's not in our children. It's not in our, our wealth or our finances. It's not in our job. It's not in our talents or our skills. No, our hope is not in this world. Rather, our hope is in a holier and in a greater place. Anchors achieve holding power by hooking into the seabed. Your hope will achieve hold, holding power when it is hooked in and anchored in God's presence. I'm going to say that again. Your hope will have holding power when it is hooked in and when it is anchored in God's 
presence. Today, identify where you have anchored your hope. And if it has not been anchored in God's presence, you have the opportunity today to change where your hope is anchored. Where it is anchored makes all the difference. Charles Haddon Spurgeon says, Sailors throw their anchors downwards. We throw ours upwards. Their anchor goes within the veil of the waters into the depths of the sea. Ours goes within the veil of glory into the heights of heaven where Jesus sits at the right hand of God within the veil. This is one of my absolute favorite quotes. And as I read it again, let it sink in. Sailors throw their anchors downwards. We throw ours upwards. Their anchor goes within the veil of the waters into the depths of the sea. Ours goes within the veil of glory into the heights of heaven where Jesus sits at the right hand of God within the veil. Throw your anchor upwards today into the very presence of God. If you've thrown your anchor anywhere else, don't worry. You can choose to throw your anchor upwards right now. It will never be as secure or steadfast if you've thrown your anchor anywhere else. Throw your anchor upwards and hope in the Lord. Let's pray together. Jesus, thank you for going before us to secure our salvation. You alone have anchored our hope of refuge in the very presence of God. We flee to you for refuge, Lord. Come and anchor our souls in the right place. Give us a safe and steadfast hope that enters within the veil. Our hope in you will not slip and it won't break down under whatever pressure bears upon it. We throw our anchor upwards today within the veil of glory into the heights of heaven where Jesus sits at the right hand of God. Amen and amen. I pray that you were encouraged today. I pray that your hope in God has been strengthened and that your eyes will remain fixed on Jesus. Remember that we have an unusual hope, that we have a refuge for our hope, that hope anchors our soul and where our hope is anchored makes the difference. Let's not forget that whatever happens, the moment we feel that hope wavering, sila, pause, think on the promises of God and meditate on them and intensify your worship. God bless.